Heights. Apostle Erica Robinson, founder and CEO of ELR Prophetic Shift Podcasting Network, has put together an all-star lineup that will have you praising and shouting as the truth from the Spirit of God is released. Now mark your calendars and prepare yourself on Sundays at 11.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, Apostle Erica Robinson will be coming forth with Sunday Morning Manna. And on Tuesdays at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Pastor Jack Holman will take us to the river in God's Word. And on Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, the main course is served by Chief Apostle Rodney Tate in Apostolic Alignment. And for dessert, on Thursdays at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Prophetess Glenda Lane will cover you in a mantle of prayer. Now you're just a phone call away from your blessing. So call in. The number is 636 422 0344 again that's 636 422 on the days and times given I promise you you won't regret it for more information contact us at ELR prophetic shift dot dot com forward slash Podcast Network. See you there. Come on and bless the Lord on this on this evening. Come on and bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Come on and bless the Lord. Come on and put our hands together. Amen. As we begin to receive the songs on this morning, on this evening. Hallelujah. Come on and bless the Lord. Come on and bless the Lord. Come on and bless the Lord. We curse the adversary to the root on this on this evening. We curse the adversary right now to the root right now. In the name of Jesus. 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 In the name of
name of Jesus. Come on and bless the Lord. Come on and bless the Lord. Come on and bless the Lord. Bless your name, Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on and bless the Lord. Hallelujah.
Father, you said in your word that God did not give us a spirit of fear, but you gave us power, love, and sound mind. I person to the root of the bullshit. I foul of every fallacy that is not like God. I person to the root right now in the name of Jesus. God, we pull down every stronghold and cast down every imagination that exalts itself against you. In yes. the name of Jesus, Father, we come in your presence right now. We embark on the enemy's in inventory right now. And in the midst of this, oh God, what we're doing right now. Father, we thank you. Come on and open up your mouth as we begin to, you, to stand before your presence. For those who want to call thank on the line you, tonight, Jesus. call on the line on tonight. Thank call you, on the line on tonight. Robo shut up. Dab out there. There's again. I'm double. I'm double. There's a glitch. There's a glitch. But I serve the enemy, the eviction notice right now in the name of Jesus. We curse it to the root right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We thank you, oh God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, my God. You're going to stop right now and you're going to get this under control. I curse the spirit of the Leviathan spirit, the spirit of jealousy, the spirit of a religious spirit that try to come yes, against Lord. the platform. In the name of Jesus, I curse you and send you back to the pits of hell for which you came. I serve the eviction notice back to the pits of hell from which you came. You have no power. You have no authority that's going to come across this platform. Father, we thank you. We thank you, oh God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you in the name of Jesus. Mandi I want everybody that's in the room that is on the line that is calling on tonight. There's a war cry that needs to prevail prevail right now in the name of Jesus. The war cry needs to take place now. Mind your soul. cry. Let's arm up our weaponry yeah, right Lord now. Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I curse you, warlock. I curse you, witch. Come double. You will have not have this service tonight. Because when we release, amen, the demon player on tonight. Come double. Come on and tell the Lord thank you on tonight. Come on and tell the Lord thank you. We're going to introduce to some and others that may not know this man of God on tonight. My God from heaven. My God. My God. None other. Amen. How did the honorable, amen, chief apostle Rodney Tate on tonight? Amen. God bless you. Amen, amen, amen. Grace and peace, amen. blessing and honor to the body of Christ under the sound of my voice. Amen. I first give honor to God. Amen. To his Christ and to the presence of God's Holy Spirit. 
Amen. And to each and every one of you, amen, Hallelujah. that is joining us yes. uh, tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. It is an honor all the time to bring the word of God. Hallelujah. It's, it is my favorite thing to do because I'm so in love with Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm so amen. in love with Jesus. Amen. 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 Uh, today, I would like to uh, come from the book of Isaiah. I'm not going to spend too much time. I don't believe, not unless the Holy Ghost says differently. Hallelujah. Um, from the book of Isaiah, the 29th chapter. And when you have it, say amen. 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 And we're going to start, bless God. Hallelujah. Um, the 13th verse. Amen. Which reads as follows. Wherefore, the Lord said, for as much as this people draw near me with their mouths and with their lips do honor me, but have removed their hearts far from me and their Amen. fear towards me is taught Amen. by the precepts of men. Therefore, behold, I will proceed to do a marvelous work among this people, even a marvelous work and a wonder. For the wisdom of their wise men shall perish, and the understanding of their prudent men shall be hid. Woe unto them that speak deep uh, to hide their counsel from the Lord and their works from, uh, excuse me, and their works are in the dark. And they say, who see us and who knoweth us? Surely your turning of things upside down shall be esteemed as the potter clay. For shall the work say to him that maketh, he made me not? Or shall the thing frame say to him that frameth it, he has no understanding? Father God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for the reading and the hearing of your word. Holy Spirit of the living God, I'm asking you to um, possess me that I may be able to minister your word with power and clarity. I pray, Lord, that the seed of your word will dwell in the deeper soul of your people's spirit, revelate to their soul, their mind, their intellect, their reasoning, decision, emotion, feeling, and free will to the point that it overflows in the physical earthly realm that men may know that there is a God in Zion and that you've given your only begotten son, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Yeshua HaMashiach, who hung, bled, and died on the cross, better yet rose again for our justification. We thank you for sending back your precious Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. To bless us to be witnesses of the Lord Jesus Christ and to minister your word. Hallelujah. To preach the gospel and declare the kingdom of God. And that miracle signs, wonders of divine healing may be done in the name of your holy child, Jesus. Now let the words of my mouth, the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. O Lord, our strength and our redeemer in the name and by the blood of Christ Jesus. I pray and let the body of Christ say amen. 
Hallelujah. I want to talk to you about uh, you praise me with your lips, but your heart is far from me. Oh my you God. Praise me with your lips, but your heart is far from me. Many of us get caught up into religion so much. And we're thinking that we're doing God a service. And we go to church religiously. We say our amens religiously. We get up religiously. We dance religiously. But when it comes to the deep secrets of what you're doing at home, it's totally different from what you're portraying in God's house of prayer. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on, Pastor. Your beautiful Sunday dresses and your big hats. Your nice zoot suits. Your alligator shoes. Nice tie, your hanky and your left pocket and your apostolic garments pastoral garments prophet's garments ah uh, you look so beautiful but your heart is far from you praising God with your mouth you sing the greatest songs the choir sound good but the heart remember the word of God has said that the heart is deceitful above all things, not some things. He said all, 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 A-L-L, all things and desperately wicked. And he even asked us a question. Who can know? It is something that when God had to tell us that we don't even know our own hearts, even though we think we know ourselves. <laughs> um, we don't know ourselves. And that's why God had to send his only begotten son, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, to redeem us from the curse of the law of sin and death and give us his own spirit that we may be able to have control over our little deceitful hearts. Man. Isaiah was talking to the children of Israel, its leaders, and the congregation of Israel. He had to deal with them about a lot of things. One was about Ariel. And Ariel means uh, the line of God, which is a symbolic name for Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Although the inhabitation of Jerusalem felt secure and continued their religious festivals as usual, um, God will bring devastation, judgments upon them because of their sins. Yes, because of their sins. When God's people do not recognize their spiritual poverty and their need to cry out to him in repentance and prayer, he eventually has to remove them from their place in his kingdom. Mm. Uh, much like what has been happening in a lot of our congregations today. We believe that we are all right, 
we feel like we don't have to repent or we repent with our lips and we repent a lion because we go right back and do the same thing. And last I read, when one repents, he turns, he, he turns from his wicked ways. Come on, come on, he, he turned his back. He was smoking weed, he turned his back on weed. If he was drinking alcohol, he turned his back to the alcohol and faced God. He was a adulterer and a fornicator. He turned his back on adultery and fornication and faces God. Oh, God, help me, he says. I, I repent for being a fornicator or adulterer. I repent for being that homosexual or that lesbian. I repent, God. I, I, I need you. And he turns his back on it and goes the opposite direction. Although terrible judgment is coming upon Jerusalem, it was not and involved total, uh, total destruction because God is a merciful God. You will remember a remnant. Uh, God would deliver his people uh, to destroy uh, Jerusalem's enemies. Isaiah's description likely refers to the deliverance of Assyria during uh, uh, Sennacherib uh, invasion. Unfortunately, even this miracle of God did not accomplish a thorough repentance and true obedience in his people. Because as humans, many of us can be totally hard-headed. Mm. We see God work. We, we, we see God move by his spirit and we yet can rebel against God. Thus, a more devastating judgment came later during the Babylonian invasion. Ah, mm. uh, my God. God had to carry his people off. The babies had died of starvation, and they was eating the flesh of humans. Hallelujah. When they had the city was all uh, around about because of their sin and their idolatry. The enemy camped about the city. Could nothing go in, could nothing go out. And when they was totally weak, uh, the enemy attacked. Much like it is in many of our congregations. Many don't know that they are in devastation right now, that they are in impoverished need of a savior. Uh, yet they're preaching, but they are in poverty. They, they're looking like skeletal. They they don't have no spiritual meat on their spiritual bones. And they can hoop and holler and speak eloquently, have doctors' degrees of theology and divinity, but not in needology. They don't get on their knees and go beyond the veil and hear from God that the people may be nourished upright. They worshiping God with their lips, but their hearts, their hearts, oh, their hearts is far from God's people were coming before him in prayer, worship, songs, and praises, even though their hearts were not committed to him or his word. They acted as if God's revelation and his righteous standard were not uh, obligatory. Oh, no, they didn't. Like they didn't have no type of obligation to be obedient to God at all. Instead of their cherishing God and his word, they filled their lives with 
the religious rituals and traditions taught by their leaders. And in, and in false security, they lived for themselves. They did not search to see what the leader was saying was true. They just went along with it. Mm-hmm. That's why the scripture tells us all to study to show yourselves approved unto God, not to your apostle, not to your prophet, not to your evangelist, pastor, teacher, bishop, elder, or the overseer, or even the deacons and the mothers. He said, study to show yourself approved unto God, a workman needed not to be ashamed, rightly, rightly, rightly dividing the word of truth. Amen, somebody. Amen, amen. A similar, a similar destructive spiritual condition that exists in some churches today. People praise and honor God with their lips while they have no real love for God or his righteous uh, precepts, nor his people. Uh, when their worship service is over, they seek to uh, pleasure of sin and, 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 and the world to satisfy their carnal desires. They result in uh, spiritual blindness and deception um, because they're worshiping God with their lips, but their heart is far from Oh, bless your name, Jesus. It reminds me of a little something that Jeremiah said. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In uh, uh, the fourth chapter, amen, third and, and fourth verse. For thus saith the Lord to the men, uh, to the men of Judah and Jerusalem. Uh, break up your follow ground and sow not among stones. Circumcise yourself to the Lord and take away the foreskin of your hearts. Of your hearts. Ye men of Judah and inhabitants of Jerusalem, lest my fury come forth like fire and burn that none can quench it because of the evil of your doings. Because of the evil of your doings. Oh, Robosay. Israel was in idolatry. It was causing their children to walk through the fire, worshiping Baal. They were they was committing fornication and adultery. They had turned their backs on a living God that had brought them out of Egypt and purchased them. Hallelujah. And and all the miracle signs of wonders and the testimonies of the elders that 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 Moses had written down and all the other prophets had that was written. They did not pay it any attention any longer. Um, Yes, they still was given their sacrifices. They were still bringing the sheep, the lambs, the goats, whatever they was offering, the turtle dove, they were still doing all the traditional things, but they wasn't doing it out of faith. They was not 
doing it out of, hallelujah, being in love with God. Because if you're in love with God, hallelujah, my Bible says, if you love me, uh, you will keep my commandments. That's right. That's right. Uh, you will keep my commandments. Uh, you would not have no other God before me. You would keep my commandments. If you love me, hallelujah, if you do not praise if you're uh, 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 not praise me just with lip service only. You wouldn't bow down to graven images. You, 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 you wouldn't. Hallelujah! Bless God! I uh, uh, have no other gods before you. You would keep my Sabbath day. Hallelujah! You wouldn't take my name in vain. And if you love your brethren like you love yourself, huh? oh, you wouldn't steal from them. You won't kill, kill them. In other words, commit murder. You won't commit adultery. Hallelujah. Causing someone to defile their body because you want to defile yours. You would honor your father and your mother. You would, hallelujah, uh, uh, wouldn't bear false witness. You wouldn't covet your neighbors anything. Hallelujah. If you uh, really love God, hallelujah, there's some standards, there's some trademarks that we must see. Yes, we go to church. We got the best. Hallelujah. You know how we can really do it. And, and and you know how some of us leaders we could really preach the word and have you rocking in your seats uh, and have you dancing all over the place, ripping and running, but that does not save you. Hooping doesn't save anyone. It's the anointing, it's the anointing. It's the anointing that destroys the ill. Hooping is not the anointing. The Holy Spirit of the living God, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, he is the anointed one. He is the anointing and the anointed one who manifests himself through man. Hallelujah. To do what we do as preachers. We preach the word. We are witnesses of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, He allows his Holy Spirit to manifest through us to perform miracles, signs, and wonders, give prophetical utterances, and give words of wisdom. It is not us. It is the gifts of the Spirit. He didn't say the gift of Rodney Tate. I did not read that verse. I can't find it in in, in none of these 66 books of the Bible or, or even the lost books. I could not find that it was the gift of Rodney Tate. But I found that it is the gift of the spirit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and run around the church does not make you saved. Your singing does not make you saved. You know, you should know them by their fruits. Not yeah. how well they prophesy or how well they hoop. It does not. It does not mean a thing how, how well you can preach. How's your lifestyle with the testimony of your footsteps saying? God, you praise me with your lips, but your heart is far from me. But your heart, your heart, your heart. Oh, even Ezekiel had a problem with folks coming before him. And I can't stand folks come up to me and say, Did the Lord say anything? Did the Lord say anything? Did the Lord have a word for me? Yeah, and the Lord have a word for you that does those type of things. Take two Benadryl tablets and take two uh, and, and get you some Benadryl creamer. 
rub the cream on your ears and take two Benadryl tablets because you have itchy ears. Hmm. Uh huh. And so the pills can work from the inside out, and the cream can work from the outside in, and somewhere down, uh, 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 down the way, you'll stop having itchy, itchy, itchy ears. Because God don't need no one, bless God, hallelujah, uh, um, God, if God has something to say to any of us, he know how to get the word to you. You don't have to be begging for a word. You don't have to, as you hear me, ladies and gentlemen, uh, uh, that is watching this, you do not have to beg for a word from God. He will send you to the Bible. And then he will confirm it. Mm-hmm. He would tell you first. In the Old Testament, prophecy was more directional. But under the New Testament, prophecy is more confirmational. Mm-hmm. Quit running off these one word preachers. No confirmation at all. Mm-hmm. You end up in a rut. But you like that because. You praise God with your lips, but your heart is far from Him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amen, somebody. Amen. Hallelujah, Jesus. In Ezekiel, bless God, uh, the 33rd chapter, uh, I'm going to share a little bit something. Uh, the 30th. The 33rd chapter and the 30th verse. Uh, the word of the Lord says, uh, Also, thou son of man, the children of thy people still are talking against thee by the wall and in the door of the houses. And they speak, and they speak one to another, every one to his brother, saying, Come, I pray you. And hear what is the word that cometh forth from the Lord. And they come unto thee as, as, as the people come. And they sit before thee as my people. And they hear thy words. But they will not do them. But they will not do them. Now they're sitting before you, but they will not do them. For with their mouth they show much love but their heart goes after their covetousness and lo thou art unto them as a very lovely song of one that saith uh, that has a pleasant voice and can play well on an instrument for they hear thy words but they do them not. And when this comes to pass, lo, it will come. They shall, uh, then shall they know that a prophet has been among them. Ezekiel was giving warning to the children of Israel. Hallelujah. Concerning their sins, their abomination, their idolatry, their fornication and adultery. Sacrificing their babies to Baal and Tumon and they're worshiping all in God's temple. Uh, God had to punch the hole in the wall and pick the lock and, 
and they thought they had double security of their abominations. And you said, go in, uh, uh, son of man, to see the abomination that they do uh, in my house. And he saw them do all kind of things, and and God was upset. He, he going to turn loose on them. And don't think that America, <laughs> uh, God won't turn loose on America, um, because judgment starts with the house of God, not with our government. The Bible said judgment starts with the house of God, and if it starts with us, where would the ungodly and the sinner man appear? It's not going to start with the government. It's not going to start in your community on the street at the dope house. It's not going to start at the prostitute house. It's not going to start in Las Vegas and Sin City or in New York in the hood. You know, it's not going to start. It's going to start with us. Why? Well, you praise me with your heart. I mean, with your mouth. But your heart is far from you. Wouldn't circumcise your heart. You're following the traditions of men just because they got a priestly garment on and they could hoop real good. You're not studying my word that you uh, may hide it in your heart that you may not sin against me, says the Lord. Uh, you worship me with your lips, but your heart is far And uh, one thing I noticed here, these people was mocking Ezekiel. Ezekiel, um, as he was given the word, they would say, come on, let's watch this show. Uh, let's watch this man, uh, this supposed to be man of God, prophesy these things. And, and let's see what he's all about. You know, hey. God had him laying all out in the street, eating his own dung and, and everything else. Uh, let's watch this. Hmm. My God, my God, my God, my God. Let's watch this. Uh, he said, I pray you, come, hear, hear the word that comes from the Lord. But what did God say about it? They come, they come unto thee. They come to many of you for real preachers. You real leaders, the one that's holding up the blood stain better, they come to you, hallelujah, like you are a sorcerer, like you got a word for them. They come like they are interested in God, like they are God's people. They come only to, to, to drain the anointing out of you, not to appreciate it, not to invest in it, but to drain you. It's all right to say, no, I don't have a word for you. And sometimes it's all right not to even pray for some folks because even Jesus didn't pray for everybody. If you don't believe me, read the 17th chapter of St. John. He said, I pray not for the world, but for those whom thou hast given me. And then a little further down, it says, I, I don't only pray for these, but I pray for those that will believe uh, um, um, their testimony by the words that they're speaking concerning the kingdom. Oh, yes, indeed. Jesus didn't even pray for everybody. So preachers, it's okay not to pray for some people. Follow your spirit. Quit letting folks drain you. 
because they'll come to them, come to you, come to you. Like there, there's people, listen to what the word says, the word of God says in Ezekiel uh, um, 33 and 31, and they come unto thee as the people come, and they sit before thee as my people. Not are my people, but ask my people, and they hear thy words, and they will not what do them. You give them sound instruction, simple as A B C one two three, and they still will rebel against God. They don't understand that it's the goodness of God that leads men to repentance. We got preachers that will not accept a, a re solid rebuke out of love. They, they want to rebuke you for rebuking them because they're the one in sin. Because they, 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 they worship God with their lips, but their heart is far from them and not recognize it's the goodness, it's the goodness. It's the goodness of God that leads men unto repentance. Yes, it is. In the name and by the blood of Jesus. Uh, they're like they love you. Smile in your face, but their heart goes after their own covetousness, after their own lust, desiring things that don't belong to them with envy. They hate what you, that you got it, and they want it. Don't you know covetous is the is 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 the root of all sin? It started in heaven with Satan. God said, "Thou hast said in thy heart." And this is before that he even caused an uproar in heaven in a war. This is before he told this first lie out of his mouth. He was coveting God's throne with envy and jealousy of heart. And you got to cover it before you do it. You got to think about it before you be about it. Oh, what's in your mind? people. Again, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Are you going to continue to worship God with your lips and your heart be far from him? How long will God deal with it? How long will God deal with it? Even Jesus had to recognize what Isaiah said. Bless God. Uh, 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 in the book of Mark, hallelujah, the seventh chapter, uh, I'm going to start at the fifth verse, and it says, Then the Pharisees and the scribes asked him, Why walk not thy disciples according to the traditions of the elders, but eat bread with unwashed hands? And he said unto them, well has uh, Isaiah prophesied of you, hypocrites, as it is written, this people honoreth me with their lips, and their heart is far from me. How be it in vain do they worship me, teaching for doctrine the commandments of men, for laying aside the commandments of God. Ye hold the traditions of men as the washing of pots and cups and many other things like things ye do. And he said unto them, for, for well ye reject the commandments of God. 
that ye may keep your own traditions. Oh, my God, my God. And in like manner, this is what's going on in uh, many of our congregations today. Many are not, uh, are too busy following the traditions of men and not the word of God. This is a lifestyle, ladies and gentlemen. I hate to bust your bubbles. This is not a, uh, a religion. The religion is visiting the widows, the homeless, the, the fatherless, uh, you know, and, and helping them out. That's good. Everybody got that. Buddha got that. Huh? But are you living that lifestyle? Put on the Lord Jesus Christ. Who are you wearing? Who are you allowing to manifest through you? Who are you really worshiping with your whole being? Not just out of your mouth, but with your being. Are, are you, uh, do you God not looking for vessels of gold, silver, uh, 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 Brass, bronze, copper, or wood. He's looking for a yielded vessel. How deep are you yielding? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you worshiping God? Hallelujah. With your lips and your heart is far from him. Are you worshiping God from your heart by your lips? Oh, my God. My God, my God from Zion. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. The Pharisees and the scribes was guilty of sin, of the sin of, 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 of traditions and, and, and legalism. A legalist substitute outward act or words for proper inner attitudes that come from being born of God and the Spirit. My God, from Zion, such people honor God with their lips while their heart is are far from him. They appear outwardly righteous, but inwardly have no real love for God. They don't have no real love for his Christ. They don't have no real love for his word. Legalism does not mean the mere existence of laws, regulations, or rules within the Christian community. Rather, it has to do with the motive. Motives. What is your motives? The motives, the motives. Uh, say. It has to do with the motives, the motives by which the Christian approaches God's will as, as expressed in his holy word. Uh, any motive, uh, any motive for keeping commandments or rules that does not stem from the living faith in Christ, the uh, regenerating power, my God. The regenerating power, hallelujah, of God's Holy Spirit, hallelujah, will not be able to take residence and manifest. And the sincere desire to obey and please our Father, which is in heaven. Uh, what is your motives? What is your motives of coming to church? What is your motives of, of, of approaching God? What is your motives coming before the apostle or the prophet or the man of God that's preaching, getting in their prayer line? What are your motives without a change? 
Are there any transformation? Are you still cussing out your brother, backbiting your sister, slandering folks' name, bringing heresy, which is division amongst the saints as a preacher or someone that's a con in the congregation or as a congregant? What is your motives? What is your motives? Uh, any motives for keeping commandments or rules that does not stem from the living faith in Christ, the regenerating power of God's Holy Spirit, and the sincere desire to obey and please Him is legalism, saints of God. And not just a fact, and I don't take it back. Even in this day, the grace, hallelujah, Christians remain under the instructions, discipline, and duties of obeying Christ's law and his word. The New Testament speaks of the perfect law of liberty, the royal law in the book of James, and the law of Christ, hallelujah, and the law of the spirit, hallelujah. In the word of God, saints of God, hallelujah, we as Christians find, hallelujah, a positive commandment, hallelujah, and a negative commandment, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, my Lord, hallelujah. Basic principles and rules, hallelujah, presented by spiritual leaders who have been given authority to rule in spiritual matters. Hallelujah. Some, hallelujah, have to make up their own rules and they're in the spiritual authority. But do you recognize them? Do you know them? Are you before the Lord that he opened up the gift of discerning of spirit in you that you can recognize if it's God's preacher or an imposter, Satan's preacher, Satan's apostle, Satan's prophet? Satan's evangelist, Satan's pastor and teacher and deacon. That everything that says Lord, Lord is known by Christ. They're known by you, but they ain't known by Christ. I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that works iniquity. Who are you sitting under? Are you reading the word of God enough and praying to the Lord uh, concerning your soul salvation and concerning winning souls to Christ? Uh, hallelujah. Not witnessing up your apostle, your prophet, but witnessing the Lord Jesus Christ. And ye shall be my witnesses, he says. A lot of folks witness their church and their denominations more than they do Jesus. They witness the apostle or the prophet that they went to see before more than they uh, witness about Jesus. Who are you witnessing? Ye shall be my witnesses. Is that what the Lord said? It is a witness of Apostle Tate. I didn't read that verse. I did not read it. I can't find it. Amen, somebody. Hallelujah. What many of churches is feeding the folks are the traditions of men. The Pharisees and the scribes were guilty of replacing humanistic tradition above divine revelation. Jesus is not 
hallelujah, condemning all traditions here, only those which conflict with God's word. Traditions or rules must be based on, hallelujah, corresponding truth found in scripture. Saints of God, church must resist the tendency to exalt religion, tradition, human wisdom, or contemporary customs above the Bible. Hallelujah. Scriptures is the only infallible rule of faith and practice it. Uh, that practice and, and, and uh, faith and practice and, and, and it must never be nullified by human ideas. We must know in our Noah. We must line up with scripture, line upon line and precept upon precept, from faith to faith to glory to glory. And if your church is going through the same old thing over and over again, you know when the pastor going to hoop. You know when he's going to open up his his $100 line, $1,000 line, and $50 line. You know when you're going to do all these things religiously. You need to run from that church. But the Bible doesn't say have no lines anyway. They pay your tithes and your offerings. That's in the word. I never read. I didn't see Jesus, the British prophets of them all, hold a $100 line, any shekel line or denarii line. The prophets of the Old Testament, as well as the apostles and the prophets in the New. Such things should not be. If you got a thousand dollars to give the man of God for, for ministering and blessing your life and you're shaking in his hand privately, amen. That's between you and that man of God. Thank you. You, you bless my soul. The Lord told me to give you this. That's fine. But well, anytime they start declaring that thus saith the Lord, because you gave a hundred, uh, 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 because you release your faith to give a hundred dollars. I never read in the Bible where God, uh, uh, my God, challenged anybody's salvation um, by their pocketbook. Yeah, I said it, and I said it live. You're a life on a pit of hell, and the truth ain't in you. Now, I'm going to say it again. You're a life on a pit of hell, and the truth ain't in you. You worship God with your lips, but your heart is far from it. God is concerned about the soul more than their pocketbook. And your pocketbook's not going to bring you to your salvation. I know folks uh, uh, prophesied, and my godmother gave $100. She didn't go since 2006. She was going to get a yacht. <laughs> oh, boy. If she got a yacht and her dead children got a yacht, I'm, uh, I'm a Caucasian man, and I'm not. I seen a lot of prophecy. For the five days, you're gonna get a Mercedes because they gave her three hundred dollars. Years went past. That Mercedes didn't come to pass. Uh, both parties worshiping God with their lips, but their heart is far from them. Because God will not have us ignorant concerning His gifts, and He tired of folks worshiping the gift more than the giver. You don't believe me? Let's look at Luke 10, 22. And I'm going to back that up with scripture. They've just been coming back, casting out devils. The 70 return. And Jesus said I, uh, in the 18th verse, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. 
Behold, I give you power to tread upon serpents, scorpions, and over all the power of the enemy. And nothing by any means shall harm hurt you. Notwithstanding, here we go. Notwithstanding, rejoice not that the spirits are subjected unto you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. In other words, don't rejoice in the gift. Rejoice in the giver. Rejoice that your name is written in heaven. Are you rejoicing that your name is written in heaven? Or are you rejoicing because somebody spoke to you and you had $100 in your hand? If you rejoice that your name is written, you are rejoicing in the right term. Help me, Holy Ghost. And I'm tired of preachers talking about, oh, the Lord has given me a healing and deliverance ministry. All of Jesus' ministry is healing and deliverance. If he called you to the ministry, whether you're an apostle or whether you are deacon, you have a healing and deliverance ministry. It's the norm. He sent his word to heal them. But you can't understand this if you're only worshiping God with your lips and your heart is far from him. Even, even Deacon Stephen was a tough man. He had cast out devils and healed many folks. The deacon, the preaching Deacon Stephen. And he died for his faith. Are you willing to die for your faith? If not, keep praising God and Worshiping God with your lips and your heart is not, it, it, your heart is far from him. Uh, you're not willing to die for Christ. Peter was willing to die for him. Paul was willing to die for him. Many saints were willing to die for Christ. They was uh, fed to the lions, made sport of, uh, used as street lights at night. They burnt them up like candlesticks. Oh, and they still declare Jesus is Lord, even in their death. Are you willing to go that far? If not, you're just worshiping God with your lips, but your heart is far from him. I had a full blood Arabic Muslim brother pull a gun on me. Yes, he did. And I looked at him upside his head like he was crazy. My faith rose up inside of me and I asked him a strong, direct question. What you going to do with that? His hand went down so quick and I just walked away. Why? I don't have time to just worship God with my lips. I got to worship him and praise him with my heart and it manifests through my lips. Amen, somebody. Jesus paid a horrific price for each and every one of us. Betrayed into the hands of men by Judas Iscariot, one of his apostles. Apostle Judas Iscariot had, had betrayed him. Mm -hmm. And he was tried illegally all night long. Bless you, Jesus. He was whipped and and, 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 and tried illegally all night long, slapped on, beat on, kicked on, and then after that, hallelujah, he was, he was, he was betrayed into 
of Pontius Pilate, where they shouted, crucify him, and they beat him with the can of time whip, and blood was gushing out with every heartbeat. Arteries is open. The hooks had pulled his spine all out of joint. Oh, Robot Every bone in his body was out of joint. My God, Robot. Crowned with thorns. And then made him carry that old rugged cross up Calvary's mountains for you and I. Hallelujah. My God, falling over, still being whipped on, beat on, kicked on, punched on, spat on. And we dare to worship Christ with our lips and not worshiping him from our hearts. And he was, hallelujah, uh, 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 pierced in his hands and feet, nailing him to the cross. They lifted him up and the posture slammed down in his socks. Hung up between two thieves. Everybody want to preach about that thief that Jesus had forgiven on the cross. This day you will be with me in paradise. But what about that other fellow? We don't look at him too much. How does he represent the church? He was in the presence of God and he wouldn't repent. He heard the word and he wouldn't repent. He wasn't out there slipping and tipping and dipping because his flesh was crucified. But as we read, the heart was not circumcised. Flesh was crucified. He wasn't slipping, tipping, and dipping. He wasn't stealing no more. His flesh was crucified. He was hanging on a cross like everybody else. We'll talk about but, but his heart was not circumcised. There was no change. There was no transformation. But they was in the presence of Jesus, of the word of the anointing. He could have been saved himself, like many of us sitting in church under the anointing, under sound doctrine. Uh, or oh, you see the gifts, you see the miracle signs and wonders. You see your leader walking up right before the Lord, holding up the bloodstained banner, and you still will not change your ways, and you're worshiping God with your left, but your heart is far from him. Oh, come on, come on, see, come on. How long, how long, how long how long? How long? How long? My God, my God. Yeah, because you're not running the streets doesn't mean that your heart not right. You still get on a telephone and you slander your brothers and your sisters. You're still bringing division amongst the brothers. Yeah. Oh, money, you won't even pay it back. Yeah, a whole bunch of them. Oh, no man, nothing but the lover. Worshiping God with your lips, but your heart far from in the choir. After church, you got to join in your mouth before you can leave the parking lot. Can't wait. Mm. Or to get to that bottle of alcohol. Leaving church, yeah, happening. Come to church house. And God is tired of it. He used to wink at certain things, but now he's taking a great, big, good, close look. And he loved you so much how he paid the price on Calvary, hung, bled, died, and rose again the third day. 
hallelujah, to redeem you from the curse of the law of sin and death and to empower you to live holy because the seed of God in you cannot sin. That's what the Bible said in 1 John. But many of you run like track stars to sin, right? Even in the church, some leaders get busted with another woman in their office and their wife walks up on them. I know because I've seen it done. I had to get my family up out of there. Saints of God, it's time to repent for the kingdom of God is at hand yes. and believe ye the gospel of yes. the Lord Jesus Christ, the yes. word of God, and stand on the word when you're done. All of that do to stand, stand there for. I don't care if your apostle don't like it, stand on the word. If your prophet don't like it, you stand on the word. If your evangelist, pastor, teacher, bishop, elder, or the overseer didn't like it, stand on God's word. Come on, and come you're not going to be like when you stand on God's word. You have many enemies. Blessed when men revile you persecute you and say and say and say a manner of evil against you falsely rejoice oh my god he didn't say talk back cuss back fight back get ugly back roll your neck back no rejoice and be exceeding glad hallelujah Out of, uh, for yours is the kingdom of heaven for so they persecuted the prophets uh which were before you you'll be all right rejoice Not easy standing holy. Yeah, you're gonna be called a holy roller. Yeah, they're gonna call you holier than thou. Yeah, they're gonna make up excuses, but ain't nobody perfect. Well, we don't willfully sin. We don't run to the sin. We don't sit there and meditate on it to sin. So a man thinketh in his heart, so was he. I seen leaders sit up in the congregation. Sister Sally Sue get up and walk, and she very shapely. They'd be like, hallelujah. And you could see that wolf in sheep's clothing staring at her backside as she walked. Sometimes I go to church. They don't even know I'm an apostle. I go there and sit. I ain't got to sit in your pulpit all the time. I'll go in there looking like a regular brother. Just sit there and 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 and, and watch the administration and and, and see how uh, the administration of the church is handling the congregation and just watch. And this is how the Lord has blessed me to understand ministry so. And I line it up with the word. I've me church and God of Christ, apostolic, uh 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 Interdenomination, non-denomination, you, you, a church of uh, God and Christ. I've been in them all, and I study their administration, their doctrine. I study, and let the Holy Ghost minister to me. I didn't have to be seen, known, pat on the back. And he had me to look at the things so it could be more than just my voice. He had a lot of ministers do that. 
so we'll be able to effectively point them to Christ. I saw the good, the bad, and the ugly in the church house. And I have a burden for God's babies. And God want his children, his bride, that he is soon to come for to repent. I don't care if you're an apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher, bishop, elder, overseer, or the congregants. Repent. And repent for this nation. Repent for our government. Repent for your bad, wayward children that is not saved. Pray God to save them and sanctify them. Pray God will save your neighbors. Pray God to save the dope dealers and the prostitutes and the and the child molesters, the homosexuals, the lesbians, because it's an abomination before him. Pray. Then go out there and witness and lead somebody to Jesus. You say you love them. When a woman is married and love her husband, boy, she 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 talks about her man. She says, Boy, I got a good man. Ooh, he's just so nice to me. He treats me well. And he opened up doors. He pulled a chair out for me so I could sit down. You know, well, are you talking about your husband, man, Jesus? Are you testifying of him? You shall be witnesses of me, not the car you drive, not the house you live in, not how much money you're making, not what school your children go to. You shall be witnesses of me. The problem is, saints of God, you've been witnessing what Jesus did for you, but you're not telling nobody, no, no sinner, what Jesus has already did for them. What have Jesus did for me? Glad you asked. Tell them what Jesus has done for them. How will they know? And don't be afraid, saints of God, to let somebody know that they're wrong according to the word out of love. Because faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. Preachers, if you keep on allowing fornication and adultery in your church and not uh, 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 ministering on it, teaching your people about it, and, and, and let them know that they must repent. Their blood going to be on your hands. Because they won't stop it. Not unless they hear the word. Because faith comes by hearing. And hearing the word of God. If we won't teach it, it will not happen. If you don't teach on tithes and offerings, it will not happen. Why? Faith comes by hearing. Hearing the word of God. You don't have to have no, I haven't had not one line. And God has supplied all the needs that would need to be met. Now, one prophetic line. If I was going to have a, if God had a word for you, I've given it to you. If God had me to snatch somebody out of a wheelchair, I did it. If God had me to straighten up crooked uh, bodies that look like the letter Z, I, he used me and he did it. He healed them. And it wasn't in no prophetic line. It was out of the line of love for God's people. And if you're not preaching out of the line of love and seeking ye first the kingdom of God, his righteousness, you're a wolf in sheep's clothing and you're praising God with your lips and your heart is far from him. 
And the sad part, Jesus still loves you. And it's still reaching for you. And it's still come, let us reason together. Will you? Will you? God's man, God's women, give your heart to the Lord. Let him cut off that fatty tissue. Let him turn that stony heart back into flesh. That he may be able to use you mightily for his glory. Mm. Not to make you think that you're all that in a bag of chips. Bow to give him the glory. Don't play with his people. Don't sleep with his sheep. Let God have his way in your life. And I promise God will reveal his glory in a new way in his last days because he's coming back for a glorious church. He said he's going to present to himself a glorious church without spot or wrinkle. So let him do it in you. In Jesus' name. Because I'm going to let him do it in me. Amen. So let's do this together as one. There's only one Christ. There's only one heaven that we all trying to get to. No competition here. We are all here for the glory and honor of God in Jesus' name. Amen. Back into your hands, Apostle. Back into your hands. Apostle Erica, daughter. Amen. 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 All right. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah, daughter. All right. Okay. I'm, I'm on. <laughs> Amen. We, we give God glory on tonight. Give God glory on tonight. Amen. For what He is, uh, what He is doing. Amen. In this season, Apostle, that was a powerful. I'm gonna. I mean, that alone was a powerful statement. By itself, you know, and you're saying, you know, when a person loves you, they, they say they love you, but their actions are not lining up. Um, they say they, they, they care for you, but their actions are not lining up. It's like everything is um, actually going against the word of God, actually speaking against the prayer. Um, and, that's, that, and that's where you will know where the sincerity lies. And the, uh, uh, the love of Christ, because the love of Christ is going to, whatever action that is coming from the lips should be matching up what we're coming out naturally. Amen. And we just thank God for, amen, for that word. Amen. And sometimes you need to, you know, when you hear the word, you want to be reassured. And um, tonight I was reassured. It's confirmation for me tonight. God bless you, Apostle. Amen. Amen. We have a uh, prophet playing and Pastor Doctor. I'm opening the floor. Amen. Put everybody on the screen, daughter. I don't see nobody but me. Okay, well, let's get everybody on the screen. All right, hold on. It's a soul. All right, there you there go. Man. <laughs> hey. Yeah, I'm here by myself. I'm just nodding my head. God bless you, my brother. Yeah, we sister. see you all. <laughs> there Amen. we go. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Praise the Lord. 
Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, we can yes, hear you real good. Oh, okay. okay. I can hear myself. Anyhow, praise the Lord. I had a wonderful it was a wonderful message. Um, amen. Um I liked when you talked about uh spiritual poverty. I never thought about it that way. Yeah, but we do. We are walking now in spiritual poverty because we're not listening to God and then we're not doing what he told us to do. Um, I, I like I like when you was talking about idolatry, even idolatry in the church when we're not falling out with the word of God, when we just listen for voices, but not like finding it in the word as well. Um, um, and so if it was a lot of good stuff, so I just thank God for the word tonight. It was awesome. It was powerful. It was enlightening um, to me because I always try to look uh, find scriptures. Anytime you tell me stuff, I write down scriptures. I always go, go to the word of God because I've always learned to, you can preach it, but I need to go find it in the word for myself. Amen. You know, and I and I have to know that you can you can tell me you love me, but if you don't do nothing for me, it's just lip service. And what about lip service? Lip service is not doing anything. It's just telling me you love me, but you're not backing it up. You know, so it's, it's, my mom used to say the proof is in the pudding. There you go. Okay, so if the pudding is no good, you can say no good. That's the bottom line. Yes. You know, and you you can love people, but if they don't love themselves enough to to follow with the actions. Uh, it is not the will of God. You know, we have to line up the words in line upon line and precept upon precept. And sometimes people go, oh, we don't need to know. But, you know, yes, we do need to know the word of God. This is our road map, our, uh, road map to heaven. And everything from Genesis to Revelation is our road map. Because there are people out there that are not, not giving us sound doctrine. They'll take a word over here and another word and aggregate with that word and they get you excited and so so hopped up and then, but it's not lining up with the word of God. That's why we have to know what the word says. I, it's wonderful that you can preach to me. It's wonder you can just jump off off of ceiling, but I do. I need to know myself. It's it's good when the beginning when you don't know the word, but after a while you you have to get into this word. Because yes. this is my this word. Is my this word. is my roadmap. This is telling me what to do and what not to do. Because people are straight astray from the word of God. It's so I mean, it's it's not, and it's not to be mean, but the truth is the truth. I mean, a couple of really well-known preachers have fallen simply because they've gotten happy with money or women or men or all kinds of things. So I can't be. Uh, just be swayed by what you say or how you preach or how you think or how you think. But I got to know the word of God for myself. I can't get to get to the doorway and God say, well, I depart from you of iniquity simply because you didn't know your word for yourself. Yes, in the beginning, I need to know. I need to learn. But I get my dictionary and I get my words and I say, now, is this what this word means? And tell me what it is. And God, reveal me, reveal myself to me what you want me to know that it lines up with a prophetical word. Okay. How do you know the difference? Well, the true prophets and the true words come back. It comes to pass. You know, but if it don't line up forever and they're dead and gone, then it wasn't a lineup for word. It was just somebody who did to get something out of your pocket. 
The Bible says the truth will make me free. Not set me, but he's going to make me free. Because I'm lining up with his word, his precepts. You know, and yes, I get in a lot of trouble sometimes because I go back and I search the scripture. Sometimes I get up and later in the night, the Lord had told me just get in the word and just go study it. Because he wants me to know for myself. He holds me accountable. What I preach, what I live, and how I treat people. And what I know when I fall short, I know how to repent quickly. Because I don't want to die and be lost because I got upset and I didn't repent. And when you repent, just it doesn't mean you you just repent and say, I'm sorry. But repent, repentance is a 360 degree turnaround. So we don't have a turnaround in the word of God. I just can't say, yes, I love you or whatever. But true repentance means I turn around 360 degrees and I turn from my wicked ways. I turn from my my wicked attitudes. I turn because I love God so so much. If I die tonight, where will I end up in eternity? So, again, I thank God for the word of God. And I thank God for the truth of God. And I can find it in in the word. Not just preach it for me. That I can find it in the Word of God and go back and research it and know that it is the will of God, and that's the difference between the old prophets and the new prophets. The new prophet, the old prophets, they just said what God said and folks didn't like, you know. But the, the, a lot of these modern day prophets, they they'll drop a word, then after a while somehow the enemy gets in them and they do all kinds of things, and and they don't repent. But, but, you know, we you know, will be judged for our own self. So I'm not talking about nobody else. I got to deal with Glenda. I got to go to Glenda in prayer. I got to go I got to go in prayer for Glenda's needs, Glenda's wants, Glenda's desires, and Glenda's forgiveness. So if when I die, I'm ready to meet my maker. And I'm not going to worry about where direction I'm going in. Because beyond man, beyond prophets, beyond preachers, teachers, anybody, I got to know the word for myself from the beginning and the end. And then I got to just not know it, but I got to live it. Um, Because even Paul, the apostle that wrote a third of the New Testament said, he said, Paul said, I can preach and preach and preach and and still be lost. So now if Paul, the apostle wrote a third of the New Testament, he said he can be lost. Surely I can be lost. So I have to get my, keep myself in order. And not worry about nobody else, what nobody else says. Because when I die, he found my home for me and say, you go on. But he's looking for me. What did I do? What did I say? How did I treat people? And how did I learn to forgive? You know, and I learned for me, my hardest thing for me is to learn to forgive. But I, I learned to forgive because I know that's the only way I can get in the kingdom. You know, sometimes I pray, God, forgive me and teach me how to forgive. Um, But you have to learn to forgive and not just learn to forgive, but forget. Because he says, uh, I'll throw it into the sea of forgetfulness, never to remember it again. But if I don't ever do that, then how dare I say I end up, I want to see Jesus and the pardon of of, of, of my sins. So, amen. I thank God for the word of God. Amen. 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 Amen, Pastor Dawson. Yes, ma'am. I thank God for the word. It was real powerful. I uh, love. I learned so much tonight. 
Oh my goodness, it just filled me up. I'm about to burst over here. All I gotta do now is <laughs> find me some dessert. Oh, good to go. Uh, I just thank God for you. You really brought the word. You give bring the word every time. Tonight it just seems like we're just more powerful than in the past. I just thank God for you. I heard what you said. I understand what you said. I've been through some of the things that you preached tonight. Uh, I, the ministry that I was in, uh, they preached the word. I mean, they had a good word, but they didn't live what they were preaching. But you got to, you got to live by yourself. You just can't tell me what to do. And you're not doing it yourself. But you know, for people to follow you, you got to show them. You know, you get your life, you have to show them what you're doing and how you're living your life. You're going to tell me to be on time, and you're not on time. How you going to tell me to be on time? You're late all the time. All right. So you, you got to live the thing. I when I was on the job, I was on time. I never missed a day. I didn't have no reason to miss no day. I had everything uh, lined up well. I didn't have to miss a day. If my children were sick or something, I would take them. I had to go to the doctor. I would take them on Wednesday. That was my off day. I don't want everything lined up on Wednesday. No, no other day but Wednesday. Because you never know what's going to go wrong with the job. So if you do it on Wednesday, you are. But I just thank God tonight the word is real powerful. Oh, my goodness. Word to word to word. It applied to your life. Not just here, but we got to apply it. We got to let, let other people see us. Apply the word. Yeah. And our neighborhoods. When we go to the store, when we go to the we go to Walmart, we go to uh, CVS or uh, Walgreens, you got to let people see it. Because people are looking and see the light. You are the light. light. We are sitting there sitting right here. And we can't be here. Even the doctors, we can't be here. People are going to see us. They want to be like us. But we got to show them and tell them what the same thing I, how you see me, if you give your life to the Lord, you could, people will be able to see you the same way. If you want to change from what you're doing, all yes. you got to do is to forgive you. Sins are forgivable. No matter what you do or what you've done, only thing they say they won't forgive you, that's when you're blessed in the Holy Ghost. But I know you've got to ask God for forgiveness. And accept him as Lord and Savior of your life. He changed my life. Changed my life for better. My children, you know, I was I, they told me for that, you know, that you wasn't a man, this you wasn't a part of the Mason. So I got in at, at the age of 33. And I got out at 35. I, I couldn't I couldn't go that route no more. Once I got saved, the pastor said, son, there's something you're holding on to. I said, Yes, ma'am. I said, I'm going to tell him I'm out. And that's what I did. But the man told me, said, son, if I tell you to go get somebody, and they don't come, you have my permission to kill him, cut his head off and bring it to him, won't be a thing to anybody. I told him right then, I said, I can't do this. I can't do it, and I won't do it. So I stepped out. And, and I just thank God for the work of God. Don't have no secret society. I see a lot of people wearing the rain on the hand, and then you got to be able to cover the rain that you carry. If you got the signs on your car, you got to be able to cover them and all that kind of stuff. So, holy, Jesus is not a secret society. When he died, he didn't die to come. He didn't yeah. die to change. He died to come on. Where the whole world could see him. 
So I, won't, I said, I made up my mind I didn't want to be a part of any secret society where they were doing everything they want to do, whatever they want to do. So I decided I got out and I've been out. But I just thank God tonight. Oh my God, that would have been so good tonight. Like I said, I got, I got my dessert. I got me some some uh, mook, some kinds over here. I'm gonna eat. <laughs> I had to go to <laughs> when I was talking to Apostle Erica earlier. She called me. I told her, baby, I got, I was at the store. I went to the store to get a, a, a couple of dinners. And I got them a card. Somebody spent all my money on the car. So I got to be to the bank in the morning, look at them in the face, like my money, what happened? Who got it? And stuff. So I had to go all the way back home and get money. So my wife said, take the money with you, honey. Because you don't know. And I should have listened. And I didn't. And I had to come all the way back home to get it and go get the food. <laughs> but uh, I usually listen to but I didn't listen to them. But I just knew I had it. And when I got that, I did have it. And, but uh, uh, God is such a good God. Look what he brought me from when I was sick and couldn't get well. <laughs> Born with high blood pressure and large heart. One leg shorter than the other. I used to fall in the old sleep. I was afraid to go to sleep because I thought I wouldn't wake up. I used to hear myself calling for help, but nobody heard me. But when I got saved, all that disappeared. And I just thank God. I've been in accidents where my truck gets flipped over. I've been there turning in the air. All I can say was, gee, you don't have time for no long breath. You don't have time for that. Gee. My God. When the truck landed on all the wheels, I was facing the direct, the, in the direction that I was coming from. And everybody was in a place where I was supposed to be. come right to the rail. The good thing you say, man, because you'd have been dead. I mean... The, car, the truck just sat down all the way. I wasn't hurt. The truck wasn't hurt. Because if you had an accident or something, what they would do, they would send you back where you came from. Because uh, for, for the five years, you couldn't have no accident. So I just thank God for what the Lord, where the Lord brought me from. How good God. He, they even asked me to have prayer on the job. The Rev, I want you to do the prayer. On the job, and, they, and we got permission from the supervisor. Say it was all right. Say we're having prayer. Anybody want prayer before we go to our routes? And, and even when I was in another area, they did the same thing. I said, Why these people asking me to pray? They asked me to pray. That there must be something about my life that they seen, and they knew something. I had something that a lot of folk didn't have. Because even tell me, it's a rare. I've seen a lot of preachers, but I've never seen a preacher like you before in my life. He said, "You, you're straight." I just thank God, cause people are watching you, whether you know it or not. Right. They know they come home. They know they know what they know what you're married or not. Cause if you if we're married, you ain't gonna be out all night long. Not unless you with your husband, your wife. You know we go out to dinner, stay here four o'clock, and then come on in, sitting around talking. But you know if you're a single man or single woman, you ain't gonna come in no high three o'clock. Cause people got the crazy they peeping. They peeping in them. You can't fool them. Right. Cause the world. If you're a lot of words, if you're not let God, yeah, yeah. guide you in the right direction, get you to make the right decision. Everything will be right. Like uh Prophet Glenda was saying, the Bible is our is our direction. It tells us which way to go, when to go, and how to go. When God speaks to you about something, He'll let you know what to do, when to do, and where to go. So I just thank God for the word. I mean, you, I mean, you were you were wide open. Now, if you're running about 180. 
I thought one time he was going to But uh, I just thank God the word was just, just powerful, just powerful. And you keep doing what you're doing, Apostle. Keep going doing what you're doing. I love it. I appreciate you. I thank God for it. And I pray for you all the time. Amen. 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 We thank you for that tonight. Tonight, uh, like I said, we started uh, Sunday, uh, Sunday night wrong. It was supposed to originally be the E Church. She still is. Um, but it gives uh, people opportunities to sit in the service, participate in the service, and get, you know, you know, and it doesn't matter what church or what, you know, uh, it says that, you know, where the spirit is, there is liberty. And where there's liberty, there's freedom. And wherever the Holy Spirit reigns, it's going to reign. And people, like you say, fail to uh, forget, Apostle, that the church is within them. It's not a building. Uh, and as we continue to assemble ourselves, like through the teachings, through the schooling, uh, the Bible ministry, um, throughout the week, um, sometimes we have to do our briefings, um, a lot of other things, you know, training and stuff like that. I mean, we're doing what, what he is equipping us to do in this season, you know, and so we thank God for you. Um, why you were preaching, there was a, a, a young man on YouTube. His name was Sean Altenberg. Mm-hmm. So I, I believe that something is um, going on with him spiritually, and there's a struggle there. So if you can, just please pray for him. His name is John. It's S E A N Altenberg, um, and he asked I asked for prayer. Sean Altenberg. Yes, Nate Altenberg. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for the opportunity, hallelujah, to come before you, and we thank you for your presence. We thank you, Lord, that you always hear our prayer. We thank you, Lord, hallelujah, that once this prayer is over, we thank you in the band that Sean is going to be our right spirit, soul, and body. Mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Yes, yes. In the name and by the blood of Jesus. Mm. God, in the name of Jesus. Everything that is attacking that young man. God, in the name of Jesus, we ask you to lead him by your Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus. Every lying spirit, every backbiting spirit. In the name of Jesus, we bind the spirit of unforgiveness and bitterness in the name of Jesus. Every witch and warlock trying to come against our brother. We bind you, you foul spirit, in the name of Jesus, and we command you to lose your hope. God, in the name of Jesus, we ask you to order his steps. God, rent the veil from his eyes and let him see clearly. Oh, God, let him know which way to turn, which way uh, to go, what doors to walk through, what doors not to walk through, who to listen to, who to just shut off, God, in the name of Jesus, Lord. And God, I thank you, Lord, in advance for moving on fake friends, hallelujah, out of his life. Oh, God, hallelujah. Fake church folks, fake friends, period, God. God, I ask you to send a Holy Ghost filled laborers around here to, to, 
to yeah, to uh, witness to him, to nurture him. Yeah. Hallelujah. And, and he having the word in him able to nurture others in the name of Jesus. Lord, just bring them closer and closer. More you lesser him in the name of Jesus. We plead the blood of Jesus, oh God, from the front of his head to the sole of his feet, spirit, soul, and body. We pray for his relationship in the name of Jesus. God, we ask you, Lord, hallelujah, that you will continue to bless, hallelujah, him even in his life of relationship. In the name of Jesus, Lord. And God, we thank you, Lord. Yeah. We ask you to reveal your word to him in a new way. This is him in his dreams. And, oh, God, hallelujah. He already sees things before it happens. It's like a vision. God, I'm asking you, Lord, to continue to reveal things to him, God. In the name of Jesus, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for hearing this prayer. I thank you for manifesting the prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank God and amen. amen. Hallelujah. Sean, God is saying, my peace I leave you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world give, give I unto you. Walk in the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ. Quit allowing folks to get you upset. Stop the worry. Don't worry about nothing. Hallelujah. I don't care what it is. Place it in the hands of God. You wear too many other folks' burdens, including your own. Mm. Hallelujah. Your shoulder is too small to carry other folks' burdens. You pray for them, place them in the hands of God, and let them go. Amen. And let them go. You cannot carry the burdens of the world. Jesus already did that. Amen. Point them to God. You're not God. You're his son. Amen. Point Amen. them to God. Mm. Hallelujah. Don't carry the burdens. You cannot save everybody. Hallelujah. You, you don't mind giving. You don't mind helping. But you can't give and help everybody. Amen. You have to nurture yourself too, sir. Nurture yourself. Back to health. In Christ Jesus. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. First and Heavenly Father, we thank you tonight, Father, as, uh, as we pray. Encourage everybody to begin to lift your hands and such an agreement. Amen. As we pray over our Father right now. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we Father, we thank you, oh God, as we stand in proxy for him right now as he had released the word of God in our and on the platform and in the pulpit. We thank you, oh God. And there was a pulpit of twenty-two nations. Come down above all over the countries, amen. That release right now as that man of God, amen. My spiritual father went forth once a day. Father, oh God, we send forth restoration to him right now in the name of Jesus. We send forth the restoration, rejuvenation power. Amen. All the virtues that flew out of you all this week long. Father, we thank you. 
And we call for amen. That easy and sleep rest on tonight. Father, oh God, cover him, oh God, even throughout the week. Father, we thank you, oh God, as we set in a power agreement, oh God, on tonight. That you strengthen him, oh God. Send your ministering angels around him on his bedside at night. I'm double so cold so he can have a sleep rest. And Father, when he go and sends to work tomorrow, oh God, strengthen him, strengthen him, strengthen him. Amen. And every angel, strengthen him from the crown of his head, from the soul of his feet. Father, we send forth a release, oh God. Even the prophetic word that went forth tonight, oh God. I'm double with confirmation. And Father, we thank you. We thank you for your presence on tonight. Father, as we release, amen, on tonight. We thank everybody for tuning in, for those who are calling in, for those who are tuning in, for those who are seeing live on tonight. And we just thank God for you, welcome you into Eagles Life Restoration Ministries, amen, which I understand your pastor, amen, on, and my covering, amen. That you see below and that spoke tonight, my spiritual apology, Apostle Rodney Tate. We also have one of our pastors that are are, are connected, amen, with Royal Priesthood. And uh and we and with ELRM and we just thank God and the prophet is saying, Amen, that is connected. Amen. My my biological mother, amen, and my godfather that's right there, they're standing by my side, amen, as I begin to move forward and as a general in this army. Amen. Continue being trained and equipped amen by my leader. And so I thank you on tonight. Father, as we release, amen, the service on tonight. May the speak of of the Holy Spirit continue to rest for the ride in his kingdom forevermore until we meet again. God bless you and have a blessed night. Amen. Good night. Love you tonight. Amen. We love you Amen. brand new in the name of Jesus. There's nothing you can do about it but love us back. Amen. Amen.
Thank you.